Welcome to the Through the Seams podcast. I'm your host, your producer, uh, Kevin Fielder. You can follow me on Twitter at the Kevin Fielder. Uh, I'm joined alongside uh, three of my hosts, uh, AJ DeVito. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at DeVito Sports. Uh, Tommy Nowitzki, you can follow him on Twitter at Nowitzki Sports. I know we're real, we're really creative with our Twitter handles. <laughs> and Jake Maurer uh, at Prime Jakey. Um, if you guys want to. Uh, kind of play like uh, one of those like matchmaker na- uh, games that you play at school uh go ahead uh aj we'll start with you uh hi i'm a- i'm one of your hosts aj i'm a diehard yankees fan i'm 18 not that that really matters but um i guess one cool baseball fact about me is that i was at flavor tour's first ever walk-off home run game against the cleveland indians and also i'm a big baseball card collector uh tommy do you want to continue uh, yeah, sure. Um, hi, my name's Tommy. Uh, I'm a Mets fan, sadly, but, you know, <laughs> that's, that's life. Um, I've been to a bunch of games. I've been to spring training the last four years. So Matt Harvey hit a home run. I went to World Series Game 5, where we lost. So, that was fun. I guess that's really it for now. Uh, Jake, I mean, obviously... You kind of know the yeah. gist of this now. <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm I'm Jake. I'm a big uh, Yankee fan. Um, I've been to a lot of games. My dad always used to take me. And uh, my first game, my dad took me to a Met game, and it was the first no-hitter in Mets history, obviously. Johan Santana's no-hitter. That's a little fun fact for you. But, yeah, big Yankee fan, and um, I'm excited to talk about baseball. All right, and then I'll finally kind of continue on with this. Uh, my name's Kevin Fielder. I'm a... Uh, a Giants fan, uh, located in South Florida. Uh, yeah, you totally get a lot of that. Um, uh, yeah, I've been a Giants fan since I can remember, honestly. I uh, never was really a fan of the Marlins because Jeffrey Loria never really knew how to manage the team. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I was at Ichiro's 3,000th hit in Colorado. Um, other than that, you know, like baseball. Baseball's <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not really one for introductions, as you guys uh, could clearly tell. <laughs> hey, you're doing a good job. Don't worry, buddy. So, the home run podcast. So, so we're going to <laughs> uh, start this off with hot takes. Uh, you know, everyone's favorite <laughs> subject is just the craziest takes they could throw out there. Uh, you know, I kind of just came up with mine on the fly, I'll be honest. Uh, so, I mean, <laughs> excuse me. AJ, if you want to start, go ahead. Well, yeah, so mine, maybe not the hottest take, but Aaron Hicks is one of the most underappreciated players in baseball. Now, you're going to be like, oh, Aaron Hicks, all right, he's a good player, decent player. He is so good defensively, Five, one of the best five-two players in the league, and he does not get talked about as much as he should, in my opinion. And he switch hits. A guy that can play defense, hit and switch hit, but he can, he's a good hitter, and he can hit both sides. Best arm, one of the best arms in the league, much I add. Jake, continue on. All right, boys. Y'all are not ready for this. You're not. So, <laughs> no, I'm not. I was in the shower the other day. I was just showering. And I'm like, oh, I got to think about hot takes. So I was just thinking about the Yankees. And it came to me. All right. Luke Voigt. New number. <laughs> new attitudes for working out. All off his new number. Here's what I'm saying. 55 homers. MVP. Oh, my God. Luke Voigt, MVP. He's Jeff. New number. New attitude. 
talking about your hot takes earlier today and i was like yeah jake's isn't gonna be that crazy you know he's he's gonna say something we're all gonna laugh and then you know we're gonna we're gonna continue on then he goes luke voigt 55 home runs because he has a new number and he's been working out i'm telling you it's this new attitude of luke voigt is gonna show up I'm telling you. So what is is 2020? Whenever we start the season, going to be uh. Yeah, whenever it starts, I don't care if it's like a 50 game season. He's gonna have <laughs> So so what I'm what I'm understanding is Luke Voigt's going to be like an MLB the Show road to the show on rookie mode where he hits a home run every at bat. Garrett Cole signing to the Yankees was not only good because of Garrett Cole, it's because Luke Voigt changed his number and his new Luke Voigt is just gonna. So when he hits 55 homers, y'all know where to come to. I just have to check this real quick. How many home runs did Luke Voigt have last year? Um, uh, 29? Yeah, so he's going to double his home run numbers and then add 15. In, in a shortened season because of a new number and a workout. He's injured. Yeah, I, I I almost I almost just want to end the podcast here, but uh <laughs> Tommy go go ahead after that one. Okay. Um mine isn't as extreme, but I still I'd still consider it a hot take. I sure hope um, not. I'm going when Jeff McNeil wins the batting title in the NL. Okay. And I can see that higher. The entire thing you guys say he had the best batting average. He had an amazing year last year. Um, he's still he's older. He's going to be 27, 28 next year. But, you know, he had an amazing year last year. He's still new to the MLB somewhat. Um, he had he batted, like, something insane last year, like 320, 330. I only, I only see him picking it up. Um, so I'm going Jeff McNeil wins the batting title. Also, by the way, we are not a stats podcast. <laughs> No, we're we're we're, we're not going to go into uh, the FIP of a player or the uh, the OPS plus of a player. Uh, I might a little bit, but uh, definitely not in oh, this I episode. Meant, so we have no stats prepared at all. Yeah, <laughs> we did not really prepare for stats for this podcast. Uh, so I'm going to go with my hot take real quick. Uh, it's definitely not as uh, out there as um, Luke Voigt hitting 55 home runs is. <laughs> uh, so. You know, when Derek Jeter took over the Marlins, this was a long rebuild. It was not going to be a one-year, a two-year, a three-year rebuild where they they take shortcuts and all that jazz. But I'm going to go with something. It's still a hot take, but not as out there, of course, as uh, Luke Foy hitting 55 home runs. I'm, I'm never going to get over that. <laughs> no, it's a bad good one. Uh, I'm going to go with. <laughs> I'm going to go with when the, when the season ends, the Miami Marlins are in a playoff spot. Uh, Obviously, last year was not a good year for the Miami Marlins. They struggled. They had a lot of guys kind of in and out of the lineup, and it was never a consistent kind of group of guys. And in the offseason, they go out, they pick Jonathan up, uh, pick up Jonathan VR, excuse me, and VR is a really good second baseman. He's going to provide a lot of just solid play in the middle of the infield. Uh, they've got a really young pitching group. Um, 
led by Sandy Alcantara, by Caleb Smith, by Pablo Lopez. You know, I can see them picking up steam partly because it's a shortened season and no one's really going to be prepared for, you know, if they start in July or if they start in August or, you know, if they only play 100 games or 82 games, you know, a lot less can happen. There's a lot more random variation uh, when you kind of start later. So I could see the Miami Marlins, you know, the the AL or the NL East is a really good division. You have the World Series champions, uh, the Nationals. You have the Pit Phillies who have talent. The Braves are going to be really good this season. And even I think the Mets are going to be better than they were last season. Um, I, although once you lose Noah Syndergaard, uh, things change. Sorry, He's Tom. trash. Uh, <laughs> hot take, hot take. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hot take. Um, hot take, no, some goes trash. So we're going to go the Miami Marlins at the end of the year. Don't don't win the division. They're, they're not going to win the division. That's pretty much expected. But I could see them sneak into that second wild card spot, you know, probably losing in the first round of the playoffs. They're still not of that much talent, but uh, the ceiling's definitely looking up. And I'm going to say that the Miami Marlins make the playoffs at the end of this season. Not a terrible take. I could definitely see that. I honestly so can't believe I spoke that into existence. Great manager. Yeah, yeah. Great, great manager, too, and Don Mattingly. And, uh, you know, they they, uh, they don't have Luke Voigt, who's going to hit 55 home runs. But <laughs> I, I think, like, Miami Yankees. I, I'm, I'm, my question is, like, how many RBIs does he have if he hits 55 home runs? Like, 150? I mean, okay. We'll find out. <laughs> Yeah, Jake, 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 yeah, no, he's, he's, he's going to have 55 home runs and 55 RBIs. <laughs> They're all going to be solo shots. Uh, 55 Grand Slams, then. <laughs> 55 Grand Slams he finishes the year with. I'm not going to do that math. 220, 220, 220. Okay, 220. look at that. Hey, math- yes, 220, the mathematician here. Um, I see, we have stats. They're hypotheticals, but they're stats. Hey, man. Uh, yeah, uh, finally, um, unless you guys have any other hot takes, uh, except for Jake, I don't want to hear you go like, uh, Luis I mean, Severino's going to not allow a run. No, I think I'm good for now. I'd like yeah, to say, though, I'm very excited to see Otani hopefully healthy and back this year whenever we do start. And Luke Voigt hitting 55 home runs. <laughs> All right, let's go on to our final topic. This is going to be a really short episode. It's kind of just more of a filler, kind of just seeing what we like and what we dislike about this. Uh, We're going to go to a a game that, you know, is played a lot on the internet. Uh, It's start, bench, cut. Pretty simple. You start one player, you bench another player, you cut one player. I know. Very novel, very, you know, just out there, foreign topic. Uh... You know, I've we have a list of six different position or position groups prepared. Uh, one of these I think was found on Twitter. I'll be honest, and this is kind of what sparked this whole conversation. Uh, I'm going to start with that one. Start bench cut. Jose Altuve, DJ LeMahieu, uh, Jeff McNeil. Uh, again, we're going to assume that these players are fully healthy. That uh, you know they don't have like any injury concerns or anything on them. And it's just kind of their talent alone. Uh, we'll or start. Yeah, uh, we'll start with AJ. Um, uh, start so bench cut. I would. Oh, I mean, this one's not that tough, honestly. Start Altuve, bench Lemayhu, and uh, cut McNeil. I love Jeff McNeil, also the Yankee fan. I appreciate what he does. He's a hard worker, plays everywhere. I respect the hell out of his game. 
But, I mean, Altuve is the best one out there out of the three, sadly. Yeah, part of the uh, the, the, the cheating Astros and their, uh, their banging trash cans, so... Hey, he's still good. I'll give it to him. Yeah, he's it's still a really a talented player. Uh, Tommy, if you want to continue with the start bench cut of Jose Altuve, DJ right. LeMahieu, okay. and so, Jeff McNeil. Pretty easy start. We're gonna we're gonna start Altuve, you know, former MVP, fantastic player, cheater. But um, we'll see how he does not cheating this year. <laughs> uh, um, considering my hot take is a batting title for Jeff McNeil, I'm gonna bench Jeff McNeil. Um, fair. Yeah, um, he's a great player. He He's not, like, confined to any position. You could really put him anywhere besides catcher and pitcher, and he could be a at least an average fielder, which is amazing. You really don't find that many players. And I'm going to cut DJ. I know he's very clutch. You know, uh, I don't hate DJ LeMayhew, but um, <laughs> I, think, I think Jeff McNeil will have a better year next year, so I'm going to start i mean i'm gonna bench jeff cut dj jake you know the deal okay yeah i'm gonna start Altuve, um bench dj and cut mcneil um but i will say that Altuve and dj i think pretty close but Altuve obviously a former mvp um i do think dj continues and he has a great season and mcneil is awesome as well i think that's pretty close too great fielder great hitter obviously and he's only gonna get better that team and um yeah that's my third. yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna kind of agree with most of you guys uh start jose altuve i think that's pretty self-explanatory you know last year he hit a over 30 home runs i believe it was just over uh he's a very talented player can do it on both sides of the ball uh still relatively young at 29 but uh, i'm gonna uh bench dj lemayhu he was really good last season for the, uh, new york and I was a big fan of him when he was with Colorado. And then, obviously, uh, cut McNeil. It kind of feels un, like unjust for McNeil for him to have to fight between, you know, who was the best second baseman for so long, arguably is still the best second baseman. And DJ LeMahieu, he's, he's a great player, hard worker, can play a lot of different positions. But mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, it almost feels unjust for him. Like, it feels like... He was almost just put there as a joke, but um, yeah, yeah uh, that's that was a pretty self-explanatory one. Let's move uh, to the middle infield again. Let's move to the other side of the middle infield, though. Uh, start bench cut: uh, Francisco Lindor, Trevor Story, Javier Baez, uh, AJ. Ooh. I mean, so Lindor, Baez, and Story. I mean, you can't go wrong with any of them, but. I don't know. Personally, I go Lindor. I think it, I don't think that's a tough one. Start Lindor. Lind, it's Frankie Lindor. He's caught. He makes baseball fun. Yeah, he, he does. Indian fan sometimes isn't the best, but he makes baseball fun to watch. I, I would pay X amount of dollars. I'd spend money just to watch him play baseball every day. Uh, bet. Wow, that's a tough one to buy the story. I think I don't know. Personally. I like Baez a little bit more than Story, but I know Story has the power, so I guess I'd go Baez, um, bench, and then cut Story. But they're all three are amazing, obviously. Oh, yeah, for sure. Tommy, continue on. Um, all right, I think Lindor's the easy start once again. Top seven player in baseball. He's insane. He's clutch. Hopefully, for Cleveland's sake, they hold on to him. I know they've been trying to look for a trade partner for a little while, or at least talking about getting rid of him, but... 
hopefully for Indians fans will stay will uh, stick around. Bench, I'm gonna go Trevor Story. Um, I think he's an insane player. You know, he's crazy at batting. You know, amazing power. Maybe even a better power hitter than Lindor at the shortstop mm-hmm. position. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah, for sure. So, yeah, Story's a great um, power batter, and nothing against Javi, but um, I don't think he's on the same like uh, playing field cool. as these other two. I don't. I don't think he's the third best shortstop in baseball, but. No, I'll have to cut him in this situation. But I'd love to have him. But I, yeah. I think that I'd take Story and Lindor over Javi. Jake? Yeah, I'm going to start Lindor, obviously. I think he's one of the best shortstop in baseball. Um, he just brings a spark. And um, that means he needs a lot of sparks right now. And um, um, I'm going to bench Story. I'm not going to say he's underrated, he's not underrated, but I think he should be talked about more than he is. Because when you think about the Rockies, everyone's talking about Arenado. Story hit 35 homers last year. He had 108 RBIs two years ago. I think he should be talking about more than he is. And then I'm going to cut Baez. He had a bit. He was a really good two years ago. He didn't really bring as much power last year, but all really close. Yeah, so I'm going to agree with uh, Jake, and I believe Tommy agreed with him as well. Uh Start Francisco Lindor. I mean, Francisco Lindor is an insane player. He's worth the price of admission alone. Uh, and then, yeah. obviously, he the way he plays and his impact to the game is immense, and his ability to do it on both sides of the uh, both sides, both batting and pitching or fielding, not pitching. Uh, although I would like to see him pitch. Um, uh, and then, obviously, I'm going to bench Trevor Story. You know. When you can get that much power out of a a shortstop, a guy who can hit 30 home runs from a position that you know normally isn't known for their batting, it's more so their ability on the defensive side of things, it's impressive, and it's something that's definitely necessary. It's something that can give you the edge both uh, on both sides. And I've then obviously cut Baez. I don't think Baez is a bad player. I don't think you know a lot of people have said, oh, Baez, Baez is a bad player. He's this, he's that. I don't think he is, you know, he he kind of did, he's kind of tapered off a lot, but he's still a really talented player. He's got a lot of potential. Um and, you know, obviously he's a guy who as a Giants fan I'd love to have on my team. Uh even though I love Brandon Crawford and I will always love Brandon Crawford. Um Zikra. Yeah, that's that one was pretty self-explanatory. Uh Let's go to the pitching side of the ball. Uh oh baby. I don't, almost don't want to do this one because I, I know what the answer is going to be for <laughs> yeah, at least yeah, two of you guys. Yeah, so, uh, starting okay. pitcher, Garrett Cole, Jacob DeGrom, well, Max Scherzer. Uh, um, you know what, AJ, honest, just, just get over with it. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Um, obviously, starting the best pitcher in baseball, Jacob DeGrom, two straight Cy Young. <laughs> Two straight years under two ERA, obviously a beast. Um, he doesn't put up the wins, but wins don't matter as a pitcher because not at all. Not his fault, but you know, obviously yeah. Jacob Degrom, best pitcher in baseball, no competition. Um, I'm gonna bench Garrett Cole, much as I, well, I'm not a fan of uh, either of these last two pitchers, but I'm gonna bench Cole. You know, he is, he's insane. Um, I'd love to have him, but. Bench Cole, cut Scherzer. He has cool eyes. 
but um, I don't even know. If, I don't know if he's the best pitcher on the team anymore. Honestly, Strasburg had an insane World Series. Yeah, it's um, yeah, I'm gonna bench Cole and uh, cut Max Scherzer. Okay, uh, AJ. I would. I'm gonna have to agree with Tommy here. Oh yeah. The Grom, you gotta, you gotta start the Grom. I love Garrett Cole. Don't get me wrong. Cole World, all that. Love Garrett Cole. But Jacob Degrom at this second right now is a better pitcher, and it it hurts me to say, it, but he is. So My start God. Degrom, bench Cole, and I don't even think no. Strasburg is better than Scherzer. I like Scherzer. Cool. Uh, like, Scherzer's like thirty five now. Scherzer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jake. I think you're going to have similar uh, answers. I hate, I hate to be this guy, yeah. but I'm going to be that guy. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> oh, baby. Not only did he take 55 home runs with sports number, he and he <laughs> got to turn baseball. Garrett Cole, payday. I think he's going to bring it this year, whenever it starts, obviously. Um, you know, he killed it in baseball references, 2020 simulation, and I just, you know, I can only imagine yeah, yeah that matters. It, it makes me happy, okay? Um, we're going to bench the Grom, obviously, insane pitcher. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> um, Jake, yeah, can I ask you a question real fast? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, um, let's say uh, Cole went back to the Astros. Would you start him? Yeah. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> no, I don't know. I've always been a big Cole guy. Seriously. I want to do that. I'm telling you, it's 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 very it's very cool. It's hard, but I am that guy. And then Scherzer, um, kind of declined last year. He's 34 years old, so and he's not even the best pitcher on the team anymore. Cool eyes though. Like Tommy said, I'm gonna talk him. They're two different colors. (laughs) So I'm gonna. Uh, you know, I'm going to start Jacob DeGrom. You you look at his yes. numbers since coming into the league in 2014. 269 ER in his first season. 254, 304, 353. Then dropped all the way down to 17. And then uh, tapered off a little bit. But when, when I say a little bit, he went from 17 to 24. Um, really talented pitcher. It's almost a shame he's on the uh, the Mets because I feel like if he was on a really good team, he'd be, on, like, he'd be like a World Series champion. <laughs> yeah, this has honestly just become the 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 crap on the Mets podcast. But um, I'm going to I'm going to kind of go off the board a little bit. I'm going to bench Max Scherzer. I still think he's the best pitcher on the Nationals. Uh, you know, he did struggle last year, two point nine ERA. But when you look at the two years before that, a two five three and a two five one ERA, he's been a below a three ERA since 2015. Uh, and you know, obviously. And that's in two different conferences with two different teams. He's been able to do it late. And when you're able to pitch into your 30s at a consistent rate, at a really good rate, it's impressive. And then I'm going to cut uh, Garrett Cole. You know, I'm, I like Garrett Cole. Yeah, Garrett Cole, the pitcher, is great. Um, I respect it. But it, it almost feels like, again, this is almost like one of those where you're just sitting there and you're trying to think of ways to – you know, figure out a way if you could keep all three because I'd love to keep all three. But uh, that's obviously not the game. Yeah, I, I, can, can, can we change the game to start, bench, and bench? Um, <laughs> start, start, start. Yeah, start, start, start. Uh, no, and then obviously, so then that means Garrett Cole's gut. Uh, let's go to the bullpen now. Josh Hader, Aroldis Chapman, Kirby Yates, the three closers. Yep. Uh, AJ, go ahead. 
If you would have told me three years ago Kirby Yates would be on this list, I would have laughed in your face. I remember when he was a 53 common Diamond Dynasty. Everyone was like, ha, oh, his name's Kirby. It's funny. It's funny. You know, all that. He's one of the best coaches in baseball now. Not the best. Respect out there to Kirby Yates. I love him. Good for him. Even though he's like, I think 33. He's in his mid 30s or he's like later on in his baseball career now. Yeah, he just turned 33 on March 25th. 33. All right. So now, so we're, we'll, we'll go, we'll go, we'll work our way up. So we're going to cut you. Hader and Chapman, they both won reliever of the year last year. Can you go wrong here? <sighs> Once again, you're going to have to sit Chapman. I love the role of Chapman. One of my favorite players. I've loved watching him ever since he came into the league, before he was a Yankee. Then we got him. Love it, love it, love Chapman. But every time I watch him try to save a game, I have a heart attack. So, yeah, that's not really fun. He's great. Gives me too many heart attacks. So I'm gonna have to go Josh Hader just because Josh Hader is also amazing. He has a lettuce, also beautiful hair. Oh yeah, great fastball. Keep it in your pants. So <laughs> 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 no, I would. <laughs> so I would start Hader. All right, uh, Jake, uh, continue. All right, um, this is going to be a unique list. Um, I'm just looking Luke at Luke Voigt. <laughs> Luke Voigt. <laughs> he can do it all. Um, no, so I was just looking. Gary Kirby Yates had a 7.9 ERA with them. Yeah, not, it was really bad. This year, he has a 1.1 ERA. Like, that's crazy. Shout out to him, man, and um, I'm going to go off the board a little bit, and I'm going to give him a bench. I think he's the second best closer in baseball. Um, and um, I hate to do this, but I am going to cut Chapman because of the oh, amount of heart attacks I get um, when I watch him. Whenever I turn this, because sometimes I miss Yankee games, right? But whenever I do watch it, Chapman's in, and he's just walking people to no end. <laughs> why, why am I watching this game? He turns it off, and then he saves it. But nonetheless, and then Josh Hader, obviously the best pitcher in baseball. Uh, best closing pitcher in baseball. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, wait, you think he's the best pitcher in baseball? Hold on. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm getting too excited about Kirby. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, fastball's not 37 saves last year, and um, he's going to turn it up again for that Brewers team. All right, Tommy? Um, I'm going to... Start who everybody else started. Um, the racist um, Josh Hader. He's really good at baseball, okay. so he gets away with it. Um, no, ama- he's an amazing player. You know, there's nobody. I don't think there's any competition for him being the best closer in baseball. He's absolutely insane. Once again, the hair. He does have nice hair. His hair's great. <laughs> um, um, I feel like the bench is also pretty easy. I'm gonna bench Yates. Um. He had, like Jake said, the ERA last year was insane. He had a phenomenal season. No. As much as I um, – fun fact, don't like the Padres. Um, no. As much as I don't like the Padres, uh, Kirby Yates has always been a player I haven't hated. So um, I'm happy for him. And uh, I'm going to cut Chapman. I don't think he's good. Well, obviously don't. he's not like, a bad <laughs> player. But like, I don't think he's on the level of everyone else. He just – can throw 104 miles hour fastball, and um, Altuve. So that's it. <laughs> Altuve, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
So I'm going to, again, this one, it's self-explanatory. Josh Hader is the best closer in pitch, uh, baseball. He throws 95 on his fastball, relies a lot on it. But, uh, you know, he does it all. He's really good. He's, I mean, obviously he's really good. He's uh, starting on this uh, start-pitch cut. Uh, you know, and he's still relatively young. He's been able to do it for at least for the last few seasons. And he is basically unhittable. I mean, it is in really insane to think about a, a closing pitcher who, to his extent, is as unhittable as he is. Uh, and then I'm going to bench Kirby Yates. You know, his comeback story has been amazing. Uh, you know, as, mm-hmm. as everyone has mentioned, in 2015, he was th- on the raise, he was throwing an 80 RA. Uh, then he dropped it down to a 5 2 3. And now in 2019, he throws, uh, what is it? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to. 60 innings, and he throws right above a 1 ERA. That's insane. Uh, you know, I, th- I think he would have done really good on a 162 game season this year as well. Obviously, we're not going to get that. Um, and then obviously cut our oldest Chapman. Chapman is his arm is just his ability to put the volume on that pitch and you know get to the plate. One hundred four miles is insane, but his control does suffer a little bit, and you know it does feel a little stressful watching him. So I'm going to start Josh Hader, bench Kirby Yates, and cut our oldest Chapman. Let's go. Let's move to third base. Uh, kind of just Wait, going. Hold in. Up. Just want to mention out here, we are a Kirby Yates fan club. So oh, we are huge Kirby Yates fan there. club. Huge Kirby Yates fan club. Uh, let's let's move to uh, third base. Uh, I feel like we probably should have done this after the shortstop one, but uh, Nolan. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had that wrong. I had that one right. Before. Start bench cut. Uh, Nolan Arenado, Anthony Rendon, and uh, what's his first name? Bregman. Alex. Alex Bregman. I don't know why that was. <laughs> I don't know why that was leaving my mind there for a minute. Uh, yeah, my notes, I only have last names, so uh, I was like, wait, what? What's his first name? I thought it was, like, Francisco, and I'm like, no, that's Lindor's. Uh, regardless. Okay. Not even close. Yeah, not, not, not even on the same, like. <laughs> doesn't really look like Francisco. <laughs> not, not even on the same area code. Hey, man. You never know anymore. Uh, so we're going to, let's start, as we've done with AJ, uh, start bench cut. I think it's obvious. You have to start, or maybe uh, you got to start at Nolan Arenado. Core yeah. is not core is merchant. Yada yada. Nolan Arenado. Yes, he's getting talked about more. He for a superstar, his stature. He's one of the most underrated superstars we've had in a long time. Probably since Mike Trout a few years ago. But Mike Trout obviously does not look at one of the best baseball players of all time. But that's Nolan Arenado. Nolan Arenado, unreal. He does play Coors Field. Hopefully, he gets traded because I would love to see him somewhere else. Not saying he's gonna be a Yankee. I can see him in Boston, but. Wouldn't want to see that. Uh, Nolan Arenado. Start Nolan Arenado. Uh, then you got Rendon and Bregman. I After last year, I think you got to go. The thing is, ooh, Bregman's war is really good. So I have the stats up right now. Bregman's a war of eight, uh, 8.4. That's so good. Ah, you know what? Hot take. We'll go Rendon. Uh, what's it? Bench Rendon. Cut Bregman. You really can't go wrong with the three, any of them, though. All right, uh, Jake. Okay. Um, obviously, starting Arenado, superstar. Everyone's saying Coors, obviously. Um, but Guy Arenado is a seven-time Gold Glover, so he's an awesome fielder as well. And um, he's had three seasons of over the past five seasons where he's had over 40 home runs, and he came close two years ago when he had 38. So I'm gonna start him, obviously. 
awesome player. Um, I'm going to bench Rendon. Um, what he did for that national team last year was just spectacular. Um, sucks that he left because uh, it was a tough loss for them. But him and Trout in the same lineup, that's, that's, that's chill. <laughs> but, and then I'm going to bench Bregman. Um, great player, obviously, but I think Rendon should have a part this season. And, um, yeah, it's my three. Tommy? Um, all right. I feel the bit of the cut is pretty simple. Personally, um, I'm going to cut Bregman. I don't think he's um, on the same level as these other two players. AJ mentioned the war. Personally, I don't like put too much. Like, I don't know how to say it. I, I don't care about war as much as some do. So, um, I think Bregman's not as good as the other, these other two players. Um also, I feel the start's pretty easy. I'm going to go Arenado. Probably a top five player in the league. Um, certainly. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see him on another team, as AJ said. He's a fantastic player. Really anywhere besides the Yankees or the Dodgers. <laughs> I mean, that's fine with me. Love to see him um, get out of Colorado, as he's been trying to do for around a year now. But um, I'll bench Rendon. Um, I'm glad that he got paid. That's good for him. I thought he was going to end up on the Rangers, personally. I thought he was going to go home. But um, I'm excited to see the batting of the Angels. Too bad the pitching is so bad. But um, Rendon, obviously, had an amazing World Series last year. And I'm excited to see what he could do in L.A. All right. So, uh, you know, I'm going to agree here. You have to start Nolan Arenado. You know, it seems weird that one of the best players in baseball could also be underrated. But... You know, Nolan Arenado is underrated for a guy who is as good as he is and as talented as he is. And, you know, I get it. He plays at Coors Field. No, everyone hates Coors Field because, oh, the balls travel really far and blah, 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 and yada, yada, yada. But, you know, I'm glad I did this because I pulled up his stats. uh, Career stats, home and away splits. Similar at-bat numbers. I believe it's it's just 10 more at-bats at home. Uh, He has 129 home runs at home at Coors Field, uh, 98 on, on the road. Uh, he's got 280 RBIs on the road and 446 away. Uh, but the averages are very similar. You have – oh, never mind. Actually, I can't read. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> he, batted, he batted 324 uh, at home and then two, 265 away. Yes. Merchant. He, yeah, he, he does struggle on the road. He's not as good on the road. But no one's going to be as good on the road as they are at Coors Field. You know, it's just that simple and, you know – I think he's just very talented, and I think if you put him in on a team that kind of needs that superstar to help carry them to that championship, he would probably help them win a World Series. Uh, I'm going to bench Anthony Rendon. He was really good last season. Uh, I was kind of hoping he'd return to the Washington Nationals and see if maybe they'd be able to carry that on, but you know he's going to be really good in uh, L.A. with Mike Trout, with Shohei Otani, with all those guys, and... You know, my favorite shortstop in Angelton Simmons because he's just so anti, like, modernized baseball and being able to hit. But, um... Top three shortstop. For sure. And uh, then we're going to cut, uh, you know, Francisco Breckman because that's what I thought his name was for some reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to start writing first names. Uh, and then, uh, that's pretty self-explanatory. Let's go to the final one. Uh, we've got the outfield. Uh, start bench cut, Christian Yelich, uh, Cody Bellinger, and the newest L.A. Dodger. I hate saying this. I hate saying that as a uh, Giants fan. Uh, Mookie Betts. 
Uh, AJ? I certainly did not hate seeing Mookie Betts in a Dodgers jersey. That is for sure. What a guy. Mookie Betts. This is a tough one once again. You have Bellinger. I think Bellinger, you start Bellinger. His numbers proved it for himself last year. He had a war higher than Trout. Yes, Trout was injured. That Everyone knows that. But still, war merchant. you got to start Bellinger. War uh, merchant, yada, yada. His numbers, you know, 115 RBIs. That, that, that'll say it for itself. And a 305 average. Next up, we have Bellinger and Betts, who, if you look at their stats next to each other, which I am right now, pretty similar, except that bat. Yelich had 489 at bat, 100 less at bat than Mookie Betts, because Mookie had 597. And almost 20 home runs more. Absurd numbers by Yelich. I love Christian Yelich. It's tough, though, with Mookie Betts, you know, being really good also. Just because of the numbers he had last year, I'd have to go start Bellinger, then Christian Yelich, and cut Mookie Betts. All right, Jake. Okay, I'm actually gonna start Yelich. Um, when he got hurt last year, it was just um, it sucked because the MVP race between him and Ballinger were just so close, and it just sucked that uh, he had to end the season so shortly. But he was, I think, he got hurt around like August, right? Yeah. Yes, that sounds about 40, right. Forty-four homers. He had three twenty-nine. Um, great fielder as well. So I'm going to start him, and then obviously I'll bench Bellinger. It's, it's so close. Bellinger's just an all, awesome player, and uh, I love watching him. And then I'm going to cut his teammate, Lucky. Glad he's out of here. Thank God. <laughs> but, um, great killers. Well. But, you know, he may not even play as a Dodgers with the uh, new rule that came out. If uh, he can be a free agent, they don't have a season this year. But I hope that's not the case because uh, I want baseball. But, you know, um, that's my theory. Yeah, obviously, it, it seemed it, it seemed a little weird starting a baseball podcast when there might not be baseball this yeah. year. But you know, we're we're recording a whole new mark here the uh, the baseball podcast when baseball doesn't exist. Um, you know, I, I I hate choosing between two Dodgers because obviously I'm a Giants fan and I don't like the Dodgers. And you know, regardless of what my opinion is, someone's gonna call me biased because I'm a Giants fan and you know we hate the Dodgers and all that. But I'm going to. Start Cody Bellinger again. Hate the Dodgers. Cody Bellinger's such a good player, though, and you know I can name off the stats all I want, and I could sit here for twenty minutes going through. Well, he hit this and hit that, and you know he did this, this, that, and the other thing. But you know, I watch him play, and he's I, I, you know, when I watch him play the Giants, I go, he's probably going to hit a home run here, and he's probably going to ruin my hopes and dreams. But um, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to start Cody Bellinger. We're going to bench Christian Yelich. It was. I, I hated seeing him go injured. He was one of my favorite players when he was the Marlins. Uh, you know, I, he was in the middle of an MVP race, and he just goes down, and it just it, it sucks. And as talented as he is and all that, and it, he is insanely talented. He is – he I, I he was underrated when he was with Miami. He's not underrated anymore. I mean, he has put himself onto the forefront, and everyone knows who Christian Yelch is. Every baseball fan knows who Christian Yelch is. And that means I have to cut Mookie Betts. Uh, you know, I really liked Mookie Betts uh, last season when he was with the Boston Red Sox because, <laughs> and I never had to worry about him. But uh, you know, now, now I feel like uh, you know, if we ever start the season and you know he's at uh, Oracle Park or whatever they call Giant Stadium now, uh, I'm going to uh, shiver and uh, 
you know, hope that uh, whoever our starting pitcher is or whoever our reliever is uh, strikes him out. But, you know, he also is a really good bowler. Bowl 300. <laughs> you know, the, 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 the hard-hitting analysis of what we really need to know about uh, Mookie Betts. He was, uh, he's a good bowler. Uh, regardless, uh, you know, this was fun. Uh, this was uh, was pretty enjoyable. Uh, you forgot Tommy. Uh, <laughs> oh, Tommy, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Tommy, my, opinion, my opinion doesn't really matter. Anyway, but... Um, I don't think my opinion is going to be too popular. Um, Luke Voigt. Gonna, no, no. Um, I'm actually going to cut Chris... Uh, I'm going to cut Bellinger. Um, it's, it's really... Um, I guess it's length of, like, how long he's been, like, producing. Yelch has been producing for a year or two longer than him, and Betts has been producing for a year or two longer than him. Um, I don't trust that he's going to have as great as a year as he just did. Um, mm-hmm. Also, Betts and Yelich, I think they're extremely better in the field compared to Ballinger. So, um, I'm going to cut Ballinger. Um, I'm going to start Yelich. Uh, I think he would have won MVP if he didn't get injured last year. It was really sad to see that happen. Um, tough break for that Brewers team who may have even beat the Nationals in that wild card game if Yelich didn't go down. So I'm going to start Yelich and I'm going to bench Betts. I still think ben, Betts is a top three player in the league. I know he had a down year last year, but I, I believe in him to uh, – come back this upcoming year and be the best player on the Dodgers. Yeah, so uh, now I can go through the whole, uh, you know, the ending part. Yeah. I, I think think we got everyone on that last one. Did I, did I miss anyone? Uh, Jackson. <laughs> yeah, we do, we do have another host, but he's on the injured list. Uh, under, a little under the weather. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really bad time to go under the I feel under the weather, by the way. But, um, yeah, uh, this was fun. Uh you know, besides Jake calling Luke Voigt a 55 home run hitter, and I, again, what? <laughs> I, hold on, oh, hold on, wait a minute. There's going to be one of these podcasts, one of these Jake saying, oh, this is only the first one. If this one's troubling you, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 Jake, I thought you were going to be tame. I don't know why you're surprised. <laughs> I don't know why. I, 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 I thought your, your hot take. I, I thought your hot take was going to be like a, you know, like a, a take like, oh, yeah, the Yankees are going to win three World Series in a row. And everyone's going to be like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you go, you know, he's got a new number. He's got He's working out. <laughs> he's working no, out. I'm, just saying, I'm, just, no, so, I'm telling you, I was just thinking about it, and it clicked. It yep. clicked that Luke Voigt was going to hit 55 home runs. It makes enough sense. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, this was fun. Uh, of course, my name is Kevin Fielder. You can follow me on Twitter at the Kevin Fielder. Uh, I was joined alongside AJ DeVito at DeVito Sports on Twitter, uh, Tommy That's Nowitzki me. at Nowitzki Sports. Again, we're really creative with Twitter handles, trust me. And uh, Jake uh, Mauer uh, at Prime Jakey on Twitter. Uh, you know, we'll probably do this again. This is fun. Uh, we got to listen. Yeah, we, we, we got to listen to Jake calling uh, Luke Boyd a 55 home run hitter. I'm never going to let him live that down. Um, and, uh, you know, don't forget that this is a Kirby Yates fan club. And uh, as a part of the Kirby Yates fan club, we practice social distancing. Uh, everyone stay safe and uh, go Giants. We're going to win the World Series again in 20 years. I'm not I'm not ending on the go Giants, by the way. Yeah, I, I don't blame you for that one. <laughs> oh, okay. LGM, you know.
I really, Maybe it's best, though. I think it's the best way to end it. I sure. really, Kirby. really thought I could slip in the Go Giants and just end it there. Oh, yeah. but Kirby, yeah. Kirby Yates fan club, baby.